coming your way live from Malawi is here in the shops of Riverwoods on a wintry late November night to welcome to our debut edition of BYU Basketball with Dave Rose here on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and for the first time this season on BYU's basketball Facebook page via Facebook Live. You can hear the show. You can watch the show. You can ask questions of Dave Rose later in the show. You can hear from Nick Emery coming up in a couple of segments. So Coach Rose, welcome to another year of your show here at Malawi's. It's uh, in, in a way, it always seems the offseason gets compressed. It seems like we just did this a few weeks ago, but here we are. And uh, the fans who came out tonight to brave a little winter weather to do so. Thank you to everyone who did show up tonight. It's uh, Winter is finally here. It's taken quite a while to get here, but uh, nice snowstorm out there tonight. And uh, it feels like uh, like basketball weather. It feels like we should be playing Utah State this week. It looks Which like is what BYU is doing in, uh, in Salt Lake City. Uh, the second of two straight to in-state games. It'll be Utah State to midweek and then USC in Los Angeles. And a really nice event we'll talk about in a bit uh, coming up on the weekend. Uh, last week, it was a three-game week. Uh, Coach Rose, a two-games in Las Vegas and one back at uh, back at your place and a week of mixed results for the Cougars. Yes, yeah, the second week in a row that we've had three games in a week, and, and we really try to avoid that in our scheduling. I think it might be the first time that uh, we've had that six games in uh, in 13 days. And, you know, I, I think that this team is coming along pretty good. We took a, a, a setback, um, you know, on, on Wednesday night against a, an experienced Valpo team with, a, you know, a, a couple seniors that kind of just put it to us. And then... Uh, the game on Saturday afternoon in the Marriott Center was, uh, I think, maybe one of the most impressive performances I've seen by an opponent since we started playing in there. I mean, they they were, uh, you know, extremely uh, well prepared, but they just were kind of hot as a pistol. And uh, our response to it um, was kind of, uh, we're, we, you know, we were stunned and we never really got into a flow where we could get them on their heels. I mean, they did a great job of attacking us and attacking us and uh, and just kept making three-point shots all throughout the game, beat us to loose balls. And uh, the one thing I've really been proud of our teams over the years is we don't have to talk a lot about uh, about effort and about uh, we, we usually have supreme effort and we play, uh, you know, harder than most teams, I think, that we play against. But that was not the case on Saturday. And our guys look slow. They look sluggish. Um, and I, I don't know if it's you know a, a, a result of the you know the six games and the, the, the um, you know the 13 days, but uh, uh, they've had a long weekend because today's practice was a lot more lively, and, and guys are ready ready to jump back in it and see how we do. But um, uh, Utah Valley was really good on Saturday, and we weren't uh, at our best. That's for sure. Well, you know, when a team makes 18 threes, and I think uh, nine of their first ten to start the night, um, part of it is just their day in a way. And then there are other things like you talked about that come down to, to effort and 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 and, uh, and those kinds of things. But, man, what, what a performance. You've seen it before from teams like maybe that USF game a few years ago where a team seemingly can't miss. How much of it was the team having just a great day shooting it and things that you maybe weren't doing that you wanted to get done? Well, I think when you get that many guys involved and <clears throat> and they're all shooting the ball as well as they did, like I said, I, I can't really, you know, I, I don't have the adjective for it, but we looked, as you watch film, watch it over and over again, we looked stunned. Like, you know, we, we didn't expect that to happen. And and I, uh, I, I, I think that, um, you know, in our preparation, 
there was a pretty good explanation of how this could go uh, Friday, especially in practice. We we're, were really kind of looked sluggish. The Thursday night practice was awesome. Guys were really on it, but then uh, Friday's wasn't as good. And, and uh, you know, we knew that that the team there that was coming in was going to uh, was a team that really pushed the tempo and played on attack. And that if we didn't get that turned, you know. Uh, and, and get them on their heels, then, you know, it could be a, a real long night for us. But I, I just don't really think the message got to the guys because uh, – and, and maybe if it did, uh, you know, during the game, the performance of their players put us in a position to where, um, you know, we, weren't, we couldn't overcome it. And you look back at it, and there's so many things that, you know, we should have done as a staff, making adjustments to keep that ball under control. I mean, Randolph just – went anywhere he wanted on the floor and had 14 assists and um it did remind me of, of the second half with that cody Doolin usf team where they got anywhere they wanted and then no matter where the shot was if it was on the strong side or if it was a weak side skipped back and we closed hard or closed slow it didn't matter that ball was shot and most of them uh, you know went in they had shot a bunch of threes in the denver game a few days before and the comeback that they uh, the comeback win gave them the kind of confidence that uh, had them playing the way they did, I think, on Saturday. Well, I, th- I thought you know for sure they'd come in on, on a roll with some real confidence, and and they didn't play very well in the Marriott Center a year ago. Shot a lot of the same shots and missed them, and I think that uh, you know the fact that they hit their first nine out of ten, I think, really. But but then you know we we, we fought back and got ourselves in a position where we could have gone in to halftime uh, ahead, and then you know we give up a late three, a banked in three, a banked in three from straight on which normally uh, is a really difficult shot but uh not that night i mean they they, they were they were on it and uh and, and you know I, I think that uh the 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 one thing that uh you know you can really take from that game is our guys as we watch clip after clip after clip we have a reference point we've got a team that is very young very inexperienced uh, had all kinds of success, all of them, just wherever they went. They probably won a lot of games in their career when they didn't play their best. It's hard to win games at this level when you don't play your best, and I think we really experienced that. So we have a reference point. We have a place to go to uh, to get our guys uh, more experience. And the bottom line is that's what this team needs, is we need to play, and we need to keep playing, and we, we need to evaluate and see uh, which guys are catching on and which guys are having problems, uh, which guys are maybe playing too many minutes. I mean, this is all new. This is, I think we had two players, and Nick and KD were the two players that, that played in that game last year and, and were facing the same type of uh, emotion and urgency on Wednesday night when we play Utah State. These, these teams love the chance to play BYU. And uh, just like we, we love the chance to play the in-state teams, but we need to do a better job of... Uh, our approach to that game uh, than we did on Wednesday on uh, Saturday. Heading into the break, uh, the, you know the, the the coach, of the team that beat BYU on Saturday is someone you spent years game planning with and working closely with, and 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 uh, uh, Coach Pope and you uh, have a really good relationship. It's one of the reasons this series exists the way it does. Um, if you can separate yourself from the losing side of the equation for a moment he's trying to build something over there and and it's a it's a big uh, result for him and what he's trying to get done and, yeah. and i know you're proud of him in a way i, I have to think right for, I mean, for you know for the uh um 
the amount of buildup for this. This has been, you know, a two-year pro, um, pro, you know, process for Mark, and uh, he had five of those players in his program last year that didn't play because they were sitting out. Uh, then one injury with with uh, with Nelson, and and so you know he he's been putting his team together for um, a, a lot of you know months. And, you know, these guys live in the Valley, and, you know, BYU seems to get uh, a, a lot of the, you know, premier coverage, and, and you know, they kind of try to find their way, and, and they were ready. They were and, – and the most impressive thing to me with Mark is uh, they didn't come in to hold the ball and beat us at the end. I mean, they beat us. They took it right at us and attacked us, and, uh, you know, possession after possession after possession when, when we thought we might have the game under control, and bam, you know – to a minute and a half later it's back up to eight points or six points or whatever and and uh you know that's uh it, it was interesting because when when he left and said that uh you know he'd worked for a couple guys that that really slowed the game down and really and he was convinced that when he got his job that he was really going to play an up-tempo style and really push the ball and uh it was a clinic they, yeah. they showed us how to do it the other night so uh, uh, this uh, series, by the way, it's now called the UCCU Crosstown Clash. Uh, two more years of the current contract, is that right? Once there and then one more here, is that right? right? Yeah, they were uh, two. Uh, well, one, one, the first year was just a, a guarantee by game, and then it was the second contract okay. was a two-for-one series. Okay, so. and uh, that's uh, two more years at least after this year for that. So we'll get the, you know, uh, the majority of that group again next year, and hopefully hopefully our guys will return and we'll have a returning group. I, I thought we'd have a few more returners uh, this year, and uh, that's that's causing some, some growing pains with us. We don't have that selected junior here or that other, you know, uh, you know maybe two- or three-year sophomore sophomore that you're expecting to you know to return and and that experience can cause some issues and and uh yeah i just feel right now that i know a lot of people you know upset and their expectations are that these guys are going to roll out there and win every single game and there is a process to learn how to um be successful and you really lean on the guys who have been through it before and right now we we just don't have a lot of those guys these young guys got to grow up quick Okay, we're heading to our first break, and fans, are for a fast, healthier, and family-friendly dining experience, come to Malawi's Pizza and enjoy any of our gourmet pizzas, pastas, salads, and dessert pizzas located in Provo, where we do the show, Lehigh and Spanish Fork. Buy one, get one free pizzas for the fans on hand here tonight. We're taking our first break live at Malawi's in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin Cougar, IMG Sports Network and Facebook Live. You're tuned to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin, Cougar IMG Sports Network. Here once again is your host, Greg Rubel. LJ LJ with three on the shot clock, floats it with two, missed it, put back, and yes! By Eric Mika on the put back before the shot clock expires. Seventy-four to sixty-four, BYU by ten. BYU's biggest plays made on the offensive glass here in the second half. Welcome back. Some play-by-play from last week in Las Vegas. This is BYU basketball with Dave Rose here on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. That's KSL News Radio. And uh, first for the first time this year, you can find us on uh, Facebook Live. Go to the BYU Basketball Facebook page, and you can watch the show while you listen to the show uh, for the first time this season. Nick Emery's coming up as our player guest in the next segment. Uh, Coach Rose, me, Greg Grubel, with you till the top of the hour. Our first weekly show will be Tuesdays here at Malawi's, with some exceptions tonight being one of them, because uh, Coach Rose, you guys are 
going to hit the road tomorrow, late afternoon, early evening for Salt Lake. Get ready for this Utah State game. Yeah, and this is uh, another in-state game where, you know, hopefully – uh, our guys understand the, the urgency of these games. It, it, it's it's really interesting because uh, the preseason has a certain feel to it, and and uh, you know the games are, are really you know highly contested. But these in-state games uh, have a lot more feel to like the a conference game to them, where. Um, you know, it's uh, every possession is, is 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 important, and and like I said before, I really believe that this group of guys that they uh, um, they they the, the mindset that we had, we started off, and I think that we were doing so well. Um, you know, as far as our ability to play together and distribute the ball, and defensively, our numbers were good, and um, teams missed a lot of shots, uh, not a lot of you know really open shots, or semi-contested uh, shots. But when we got to um, the Valpo game and Valpo just kept answering us and answering us and then took the lead. Uh, it looked like what we went to as a group was, all right, we're going to outscore these guys. And, you know, that will not, uh, you know, really be the, uh, the I think, the personality of this team if we're going to be good. If we're going to be good, then we're going to have to be accountable to each other on the defensive end. I mean, you know, the two losses that we've had back-to-back, we've averaged 95 points a game, and that should be enough points to win. And, and so we're going to have to rebound better. We're going to have to defend better. Um, and, you know, we're going to have to trust each other more. We're having real real issues with foul trouble and some of the rule changes and our guys, uh, we get to be where I, I feel like we're selfish defenders where we, we don't want to put ourselves in a position to where maybe we will foul because, uh, you know, we've had issues with foul trouble and we don't want to go to the bench and we don't trust the guy behind us. We don't trust the guy to the side of us or the guy in front of us. And, and those are things that, uh, you know, you need to build uh, as a group and and like i said hopefully the the reference point will be the you know uh, uh the valpo game very winnable game we let get away and then um utah valley game that everyone expected us to win that game including our players and uh and our coaches and and it didn't happen so there's uh a lot of work to be done and hopefully that uh we can build on that we've, we've had seasons where um, we've had these same kind of issues, but maybe they haven't shown up until the end of December or the 1st of January. These issues are right now and really uh, prevalent, and, and hopefully that we can address them, and then our guys can, can respond to them. I, I, I really believe that... Uh, uh, we're you know we're having personnel issues you know with guys trying to to stay in practice uh, the Elijah issue where he's been shut down now for um, you know another 10 to 12 days we'll see maybe longer than that uh, these are we need all these guys um, you know to come together and and to put our team together and be ready for the, the conference in January I'm not sure the, the the phrase blessing in disguise really applies but is there the fact that this bump came early before our first race radio show can this be something the team you know looks at learns from builds from and you're able to look back on this in a month or two and say man that 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 first little stretch showed us some things that we really needed to 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 lock in on early in the year and it happened well there's a there's a couple things you know one is uh is the expectation of this young group is uh is as high as any team i've had in 11 years and 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 We've been through bumps in all 11 of those years, and we found a way to kind of get through it and, 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 and finish pretty strong at the end of the year. And uh, 
But, you know, we've also had teams that have really gotten off to great starts uh, over that time and then maybe get smacked on the road and, and we got to come back and regroup. And we're regrouping to the success that we had early. Now, this is different because we're regrouping to – you know what we hope is the expectation of our team and we don't really know what we are or who we are and and uh and, and, and most teams don't at this point of the year. They're trying to find themselves, unless they got a lot of returning guys. And you know, but when you got a young group and you're trying to find out who you really are, uh, you know, we have to define ourselves here. And 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 we can't really, you know, fall back on a win, you know, with Coppin State or you know, a win over Coastal Carolina at home. Uh, the St. Louis win was a good win for us on the road in in, in, in Vegas, and the Princeton win was a good road uh, game for us. But a lot of the shots we saw. Uh, go in on Saturday night. We saw Princeton miss them uh, uh, the, the the week before, and so um, you know, were we just lucky in that Princeton game, or were we just unlucky in that game on Saturday? We'll see. But uh, we, our urgency and it really needs to improve as a group. Nick Emery's made it through the snow. He'll be joining us right after this. Our broadcast is brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union, official sponsor of the Crosstown Clash between BYU and UVU. Every BYU-UVU game every season brought to you by your friends at UCCU. We are at Malawi's in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo on this wintry November night. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and BYU Basketball Facebook Live. BYU down four. Emery transition triple. Got it! likes that one. It's a one-point game, 51-50. The Cougars have come back from down 12 to 12 by one. That was Saturday in Provo. The Cougars on the comeback trail. Nick Emery three-pointer as BYU came back against UVU. Ultimately fell short. The Wolverines win it. BYU looking to bounce back against Utah State this week. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose here at Malawi's in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo. BYU and Utah State Wednesday in Salt Lake. BYU and USC Saturday in Los Angeles. Nick Emery had 37 points on Saturday. They came in a loss. So 37 high, uh, ties a career high for Nick. And Nick is our guest on the program tonight. Our debut guest, a BYU team captain. Nick, thanks for coming back. Of course, yeah, it's good to be here. And and for getting through the blizzard to get here, by the way. Yeah, it's crazy. A, but d- a drive that takes you about five minutes normally took you a little longer tonight? Yeah, it took us about 15 minutes to get there, but it was good. But you had Sarah by your side. Make sure you got here safe and sound. That's right. <laughs> Shout out to your new wife, yes? Yeah, it's been almost seven months now. Yeah, no, it, it's been a good. I, I love... I mean, I love being married to her. The last time he was on the show, they were just friends. Uh-huh. That's right. We were just friends. <laughs> now you've taken it to the next yeah. level. Taken it to the next level. So, so. good for you guys. Uh, Nick, uh, from, from post-game Saturday to maybe getting underway with the new week this week, uh, how do you think you, uh, you and the guys have responded and plan to respond here uh, in the games to come? I think we responded well today. Um, obviously, we were upset from what happened on Saturday. And, you know, we watched film and we really understood that we did not play BYU basketball and that's what the most frustrating part was and uh, I thought the coaches did a great job of getting us in the right mindset and that we'll be able to move on and and play Utah State on Wednesday and and move past this game because it's a long season there's a lot of games ahead of us you never want to dwell but you want to look back to make sure you learn from things that have happened what jumped out to you and the staff when you look back at Saturday uh, and and, uh, the things that need to, to improve for the team I think what we notice is we're a young team. You know, there's only two of us that, that played UVU um, last year, and, you know, they're a completely different team. They're a great team, but, you know, we're, we're new. We've got new guys. We've got, um, you know, chemistry we, we've got to work on, and, 
know, these guys are are all competitive, and and we're gonna we're gonna fight back and and uh, play well against Utah State. Coach Rose, uh, what makes uh, Nick Emery uh, a great candidate to be a sophomore captain on this team? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, you know, it just came to my, my mind uh, sitting here and, and thinking that this is one of the most experienced players on our team right now. And, you know, he's I think he's played less than 40 games or so and um, maybe right around 45. And you, you'd have to, you know, probably go back a long ways in the in the you know the annuals to, to, to find a, a, a BYU team where the most experienced player is this young and I was reading the Utah State notes today that Jalen Moore is going to play his 100th game I think against us here and uh, that's the that that's a, a, a lot of what these guys are experiencing now is you know the game it's it's it, it when you change from one level to the next it really speeds up and really the most experience that we have as a group playing together is the three guys that played in high school together you know that that seems to be the uh the most experience of a group that's been together and and uh, what we need to do is just get out there and play more and we need to play uh with a lot more urgency and a lot more effort than we played the other night Nick, I mentioned the, the 37 points uh, tying a career high for you. Uh, you're not big into the numbers, and certainly they're less important uh, than anything that happens as a team. The, w, uh, the W is the W, the L is the L, and so it's almost like a, probably like a side note to you. Like it maybe it doesn't even register to you that that was the number that came up on Saturday. Right? No, I didn't register it at all. You know, the feeling was obviously we lost the game, and you know, I obviously. Um, thought about the game and what I could have done better to, to get guys going and, and what I could have done um, as a, one of the most experienced players on the team and you know I 37 points doesn't really mean anything to me but you know it's obviously I've been in a little slump shooting and you know to finally break out is, is a good feeling but you know we've got a lot of uh, things to work on as a team and uh, we'll, we'll get there and a lot of games to play you're four and two uh, I think you said after the game you got maybe like 30 more games to go here this is not we're not at the end of this thing we're at the very very start and there is a lot of time and space left to make the improvements you guys want to make right and it's better to make them now than later in the season you know and and I think the the feeling of losing is is hitting all the guys and you know it's, it's gonna it's a good motivation to to get better and uh, to continue to to improve Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have another segment with our guest, BYU sophomore captain Nick Emery. We're brought to you in part by Minky Couture Designer Luxury Blankets. We are live at Malawi's in the shops at Riverwoods. Malawi's Pizza site of BYU basketball with Dave Rose here on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and BYU Basketball Facebook Live. Join us there. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose, live from Malawi's Pizza. For more, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Mika comes down with it, down floor Rose to Bryant. Elijah on the wing right side, right block to KD. Kyle Davis send out to Davin, Davin touch pass LJ. LJ baseline drive, open Elijah for three. Got it! Elijah Bryant from the left wing. Welcome back to Malawi's Pizza here in the shops of Riverwoods for BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. That's KSL News Radio, and this year on Facebook Live. Go to the BYU Basketball Facebook page. You can see the show as well as listen to the show. Nick Emery is our player guest for one more segment. Uh, Nick, you've got Utah State on Wednesday, USC on Saturday. Uh, two very different kind of challenges, an in-state game, and then a game uh, in L.A. on a neutral floor, but certainly close to USC's home as part of a two-game event with uh, 
Arizona and Gonzaga also involved. How do you kind of sh- how do you kind of uh, scout the week for us here, and how big it is for BYU? No, this is a good week. Obviously, Utah State is a good team, and, and to to play an in-state game is 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 big, and obviously at the the Vivint Smart Home Arena and. Uh, no, you got to take it one game at a time. We're obviously looking forward to Utah State and and then getting a win in at USC this this weekend at the Staples Center. Coach Rose, it was Coach Pope that told me before the UVU game that uh, not only did the BYU and UVU guys play a lot together in the offseason, some may live in the same complex as it turns out. <laughs> and, and usually when you get the in-state guys, and Utah State's a little different, they're kind of more distant, but there's a lot of off-season play between a lot of these players that see each other on a pretty regular basis where they played high school together. Yeah, these guys, they, they know each other, and they they follow each other, I think, is probably the uh, the biggest thing because uh, there's there's great sports coverage in in the state of Utah, uh, you know, as far as the media is concerned and social media, and uh, you know the guys will follow uh, maybe maybe teammates or maybe AAU teammates, but uh, um, I, I think that. Uh, uh, the, the, the actual game itself is full of so much emotion, and you need to find that you know that level of emotion to, to be to, so that you're the one that's attacking. It's hard to change a game when that other team comes in and gets you on your heels, and uh, and so that's that's what's really and, and that's what's really fun about the in-state games. It seems like they go back and forth and back and forth, and uh, there's momentum swings, and and uh, usually the team that's the most consistent with their effort has the best chance to win. Now, Nick, you played in the Aggie game last year, but you'd seen a lot more. You've probably, you probably been to the Spectrum to watch Jackson play in some of those games in the past. Have you been up there before to see I have been up to the Spectrum. So you've been there. You've been to Pro Bowl. You've played in one of these. What kind of characterizes games against Utah State, do you think? Man, it's it's impressive what their, their student section does. And, you know, they get a lot of energy and they feed off of them. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun game. You know, it's obviously we beat them in football this past Saturday, and they're – they obviously got that on their minds, and uh, you know it's, it's going to be a great atmosphere, and, and we're looking forward to it. You played a game in Las Vegas last week and then got a haircut before the second game. <laughs> Explain the rationale between the midweek uh, change there. I don't even know. I just I just was in my hotel room and, and felt like I needed a haircut, and I went down, and he ended up shaving my ears way too short. And <laughs> shoot. But, so it know, wasn't it, by design necessarily. It wasn't by design, but... Hey, that's what happens when getting a haircut sometimes. And and the MGM Grand has enough going on there where you can actually just say, I'm going to go get a haircut here in the hotel. And that's exactly what happened. Um, learning experience against Valpo, same thing against UVU. You hope to take lessons learned ahead uh, against both Utah State and USC. What do you foresee for this team once this th- uh, once you guys become a finished product? I think the uh, sky's the limit. You know, this team is, is competitive. We are, are really good. We're, we're really good friends off the court, and I think that's that's good with team chemistry and you know, I think as long as we keep getting better from here, we're going we're gonna to have a really successful year. I did not fire up a pop quiz for you tonight. I'll make sure that your teammates uh, do get the quiz when they come on. The next time you do, do come on, we'll hit you late in the season. I'll make sure I've got a pop quiz for you, uh, and you can look forward to that, okay? Sounds great. All right, that's Nick Emery, fans. Nick Emery here on BYU Basketball. Dave Rose, we're back with the coach on the new skin Cougar, IMG Sports Network. KD, top of the key. KD drives it low, right to the rim. Oh, for the right hand throw now for Kyle Davis. KD gives the Cougars an 11-point lead, matching the game high. 
Play-by-play from last week in Las Vegas. Welcome back to Malawi's in Provo for BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and for the first time ever this season, BYU Basketball's Facebook page, Facebook Live. It's Q&A for Coach Dave Rose. We'll take some uh, listener questions. We'll take some questions from the web as well, and we'll get right to it here. We've got to intern Chase, Chase Waite, with our wireless microphone. Chase, who do we have first up? Thanks, Greg. We've got Trevor Seal with a question. Hey, Coach, what's the most interesting post-game interaction you've had with an opposing coach or player? Wow, that's uh, interesting. We had quite an experience one night in the Marriott Center with New Mexico. Uh, I think that Jonathan Tavenari and Coach Alford got to meet each other (laughs) in an interesting way. uh, I had a, an interesting conversation with uh, Tim Floyd one night against USC down there uh, when he was pretty uh, uh, pretty sure that uh, the referees helped them win that game. That was probably the most interesting. And he he just told me he said, "My goodness, Coach, that uh, I've never seen anything like that." <laughs> so he conceded that he yeah, got some help that yeah, night, or he, he thought he did. You got a great team, and good luck to you. But uh, that's probably the strangest thing that any guys ever said to me <laughs> after a game. Okay, thanks. Next up, uh, who do we have? So we got Melissa Peterson. Hey, Coach. um, Will you be able to immediately integrate Corbin uh, when his football season's over, or will it take some time? I I imagine it'll take some time, but uh, a a lot of it's just it's up to Corbin and where we are as a team at that time. You know, I think that, uh, you know, we're all hoping that we're, you know, be, we'll be on a, a nice winning streak and we got a roll going and looking forward to getting in the conference. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we also might be in a real need for kind of an enforcer around the rim. And if that's the case, then he'll probably see a lot of minutes early and we'll try to um, really get him some experience and get him, get him back into, you know, basketball game shape. He's, uh, he's a much bigger Corbin than he was uh, when he played for us last year. When he came to our team pitchers a couple weeks ago, put the uniform on. I, I told Bush that maybe we need to order a bigger size, but uh, maybe two sizes up. Uh, but he fills that thing out pretty good, and, and we're looking forward to when he comes back. Now, football's done until the bowl game from a game standpoint, uh, and they'll be doing some lifting and getting back into practice soon enough. During this gap, uh, between games for them, is there a chance he swings by and does anything with you, or is he really footballs until yeah, the bowl game is yeah. over? I think that you know the arrangement that we have with Kalani is that uh, we, he'll he'll stick with those guys and, until they're finished, and then when they're finished, and uh, he'll let us let him come over and uh, kind of this will kind of be his uh, his spring training, you know, that he can uh, run up and down, kind of like the old guys. That's how the game was invented, the game for, <laughs> for the, some for the football players to do during the off season and turned into a pretty good game it has uh what's reasonable to expect from him uh in terms of how much time we'll get to you know to be back into you know basketball uh in basketball shape if you will i'm not sure if that makes if it's different from football shape or what it will be for him. yeah it, it's 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 way different and guys who do it will tell you but uh it can happen quickly uh i think that uh you know the the the, the, the most important thing that Corbin can bring back to our group is the fact that he's been through this. He's been our starting center for uh, basically the, the last two years. And uh, right now, if you ask me if we could take him up to Utah State, I'd tell you I'd love to, to bring that experience in because he's played in a couple of these games. But uh, 
uh, the, you know, the bottom line, he's had a great football season and, and it's been really fun watching him. He's been around a couple times, uh, been on the bench, I mean, in the locker room for a couple games early. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm, you know, as sad as I was to see him kind of move on, I'm really happy for him and I'm happy for his family because he came to BYU wanting to be uh, a, a football guy and, and be right in the kind of the footsteps of his brother and play with his dad and um, and the fact that that's actually coming true for him I, I, I'm excited for him and I'm also excited to get him back and see how he, how he fits in with this group. Yeah, I'm sure you're happy too that he still wants to play basketball and yeah. be a part of this thing. And his dad wants him to too. They, they love the sport and, uh, and so that's uh, and, it, and it can really help him. I mean, Kalani's all on board, too. I think Kalani would have a couple, two or three other guys play if you know they were in a, a way that they could just because he he believes that uh, there's a lot of good that can come from it. And one thing about Kalani is he loves your team. Like, yeah. he, loves, he likes basketball. He likes being in the stands for your games. He follows you guys as closely as anybody. Yeah, when, he, when you talk to him personally about basketball, he'll tell you that uh, he thought his, his uh, one time in his life that uh, his sport was going to be a point guard at the college level, and he kind of outgrew the point guard position. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, obviously, become an unbelievable football player and great coach. And congratulations to yeah, that football you're team. You're a fan of him and his team. My goodness, what a what a great year. I mean, it's uh, uh, 12 straight bowl games, and for him to come in and take a group of guys, and, and you know, I mean, you, you hate to – what if and what might be, but a couple points here or there, uh, and this whole season could be different. But what a what a great start to uh, what's going to be a real promising career for that group of coaches. We were talking off the air a little bit before the show. Uh, BYU came out today and, and released the news that uh, Taysom won't be in the bowl game, so his season is done after 12 of BYU's 13 games, a fourth time in five years that his season will end uh, due to injury before the designated end of the year. And uh, as a football fan, which you are, and a Taysom Hill fan. Uh, to just see a guy have to go out again after just an amazing run here at BYU. It's it's really hard to believe. I mean, really. I mean, when when the, the record books are all show that that's what actually happened to this guy, and you know the success that he had here while he was on the field, and how tough he is. He's one of the toughest guys that have ever come through here, uh, and the injuries all come against the same team at home. I mean, it's it's you know, I guess the one injury was in, in Nebraska, but. Uh, I uh, and, and you, you, you talk about you know a, a great representative of our athletic department at BYU when he leaves and goes out into the world. I mean, he'll have stories to tell forever. But uh, uh, he fought through everything and was as loyal as you could possibly be, and a team guy. And you can't say enough good things. I mean, it's just amazing that uh, what he's accomplished here. And, and it just seems normal, though, talking about Taysom not playing in the bowl. Because he's only played in one in the five years he's been here, and he's got us to most all of them, you know, but never played in them. Yeah. So they'll do it with uh, Tanner Mangum against uh, the opponent to Peter Termond in the uh, Poinsettia Bowl in San Diego. Right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get uh, more listener questions, live audience questions, and then uh, we'll look ahead to the weekend to come here for BYU, USU, and USC as we continue. We're brought to you by Smith's Market Fresh Groceries, fresh food for your family and fuel for your vehicle. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. This is BYU basketball with Dave Rose on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and BYU Basketball Facebook Live. 
All right, so welcome back to Malawi. He's here in the shops at Riverwoods in Provo for BYU Basketball with Dave Rose here on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, uh, Facebook Live, Periscope as well, uh, through BYU uh, Social Media, through the Athletics Department. So good to have you all with us. Uh, Checking the Facebook feed, I see uh, that he says, it's always nice to watch BYU Basketball, and now on Facebook, and that comment came from a guy named Luis Lemus <laughs> down in Brazil. Yeah, he's uh, Luis got quite a, um, a get going on down there. He's coaching the group of guys and uh, does some scouting, does sort scouting of for the for, Celtics, right? Yeah, and for the, some NBA stuff. And um, Walter Ruiz has got his uh, his hands in a lot of a lot of things in South America, and Luis is kind of his guy down there, and so he stays really busy. All right, Luis, uh, good to have you with us. Uh, oi and tudo bang and everything to uh, Luis down in Brazil. All right, intern Chase has the wireless microphone. No more from our audience here at Malawi's. Thanks, Greg. We've got a question from Miriam. Hi, Coach. Which freshman seems most prepared to contribute meaningfully a la Zach Salone? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed up. Zach Selius. Zach Selius. Yeah, we miss Zach. <laughs> it's funny. His parents came through the other day through the office, and uh, I think we all signed a Christmas card to, to send to Zach, and, and his mom you know, gave some treats to the team. It's, that's an interesting uh, experience that you have a BYU, and you have a, a really good player, have a, a successful freshman year, and then you send him off. Um, ho- hopefully, we'll get more to where they come back, and, and, uh, and then we see him for the first time, you know, kind of like TJ and Peyton this year. So, um, the most uh, prepared guy to come in and do that, you know, uh, we've we've got kind of a handful group of guys, um, you know, Stephen Bayo and uh, and Colby. Those are guys that are coming straight from high school. Yoli, um, and and that's what Zach did. Zach came straight from that Bountiful State Championship team. And I would say right now that that Yoli is probably the the freshman that's the most prepared to help our team right now. But uh, I think you can you can count if you remember. Zach really jumped to the scene about the, the first, second, or third week of, of December last year, and a lot of these guys have to feel their way through it, and uh, it seems like we're kind of going through that again this year, and, and hopefully we'll get to the point one of these years where uh, yeah, that won't be the question, but I'd probably go with Yoli right now. Mm. I remember that uh, Colorado game, particularly when thinking about Zach yeah. last year, and that was going to kind of click maybe a little bit and, uh, and, and kind of took off from there, and BYU gets Colorado again this year uh, at our place. All right, uh, Chase, we we have one more here before we uh, take our break. Yep, one yep. more from Jeff. Hey, Coach, did you and Coach Pope have any bets on the outcome of the last game, like dinner or wearing green and blue? No bets. <laughs> Not a betting man. <laughs> we, we, uh, we did talk, uh, you know, quite a bit about uh, uh, our teams, um, you know, during the fall when, when, when our um, we, we started working with our groups and, and uh, you know, he was really, really happy with how they were progressing and the difference between one year and another uh, for him. And, uh, and then, you know, every, everybody has the, the expectation for this group. It's, it's as high as the expectation as we've ever had, uh, you know, with a, a group of players. And uh, these guys are going to have to really, really work hard to, to get close to that, and, and hopefully we can. All right, thanks for the questions, folks. Appreciate that. Uh, one more from Facebook before we take a break. Uh, Parker Andrews uh, says, Coach, with 11 straight 20-plus win seasons, what does that mean to you, and is it in line with the goals you set when you were first hired as the head coach? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, the one thing that was so uh, important to me when, when I was hired was that for us to be able to sustain 
um, good teams every year because it's uh, it's so hard. It's such a challenge with all the turnaround, and and now there's even more turnaround than there was ten years ago with uh, with young guys that don't play that they seem to you know to move on a lot quicker. Uh, we've always been pretty good about keeping our guys around, but uh, now it's just uh, it's a culture where patience is not the uh, the most important part of their upbringing. And uh, uh, but that's probably the, the the number one goal that we weren't going to you know, try to bring a class of guys in here and, and work them through that we could be good every year. And uh, I think with you know the postseason uh, kind of little, little string that we have that. Uh, um, I'm so just so grateful to the players for their efforts and for how hard they work and for you know how consistent they've been and every group that comes through seems to be a whole unique different challenge. Um, one thing that is similar is defensively, you know, we recruit really good offensive players that that are challenged defensively and trying to find that mix of becoming a you know really good defensive team. That's what that's what what kind of sets you apart and those are the the best years and hopefully that this group will will uh, continue to improve. All right, closing comments from Coach Rose coming up right after this break. We're live at Malawi's in the shops of Riverwoods in Provo. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and Facebook Live. To BYU Basketball versus Utah State in Salt Lake versus USC in LA on the weekend. Uh, Coach Rose, a couple of things that you want you guys to get done this week. Well, obviously we need to improve defensively and we need to uh, you know be more active on the boards, uh, you know, kind of helping each other. I'm really looking forward to the environment of the, these these games. These, I think it's the third one we played Utah State up there, and uh, it seems to be have a real NCAA feel to it in an NBA arena with a split crowd. And uh, excited for our guys to get back on the floor. All right, folks, thanks for being here for our debut edition of BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. Enjoy the week of games. We'll talk to you next week here at Malawi's. Good night, so long.